Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 21-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, you and I will embark on a journey to learn the things that we should have learned in school but did not, so that we may take control of our lives while fulfilling our visions of success. Each episode will feature a brand new lesson, and now it's time for today's lesson. So put your thinking cap on because school is now in session. When I wanted to start a podcast, I had no clue what I was doing. And I made so many mistakes along the way that I just wish I knew about earlier. I wish someone told me these things earlier. And so what I've done is I have prepared a completely free resource for everybody. It's called Podcast University. It solves for all of the unknown variables when it comes to starting your show or even taking your show to the next level. I talk about in a very, very concise manner. It's very quick to read what microphones to use, what headphones to use, what software you should use to record your remote interviews, and the microphones that you should use to record in-person interviews as well what software you should use to edit your show, what branding assets you need to take advantage of, where to host your podcast, like how do you get it on Apple and Spotify and everywhere else. I've got it all there for you on Podcast University. Again, completely free, and you can go to jordanparis.com slash P-U to get your show off the ground, take it to the next level, avoid all of the stress of figuring it out on your own. Podcasting has absolutely changed my life, and I know it will do the same for you. Now, one last thing before we get into it today, make sure that you are subscribed to the show, Growth Mindset University, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Everything we do here is to help you, to help you learn so that you can do all that you were created to do so that you can maximize your potential and who you are. As cliche as that sounds, we have interviews with New York Times bestselling authors and really just the most successful people in the world. Every single week, two times a week, we have those interviews. So we don't want you to miss it. Make sure you go do that. And now without further ado, please enjoy the show. My guest today is Garen Jones. Garen is a transformation coach and a globally recognized speaker. After overcoming homelessness and a life of hardships, his goal is to help others lead amazing lives full of abundance. He has spoken to over 500,000 people in 40 countries on the power of transformational change. But he's got so much more to his story as we're going to get into today. His book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life is pending release, and we're going to talk about that as well because the podcast is called Growth Mindset University. Garen, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, first and foremost, I acknowledge you for having a platform like this so that people like me can truly get uh, you know, get the, get the real stories out. So thank you for that. Hey, the, the pleasure and honor is mine, Garen. Thank you so much. 
So, Garen, your story is uh, is pretty incredible, and there's lots of ups and downs and twists and turns. Can you speak a little bit to that? I hate to just throw the ball in your court uh, like that. I rarely do this, but it's it's quite the incredible story. It's very captivating. The timeline, there's so many things here. Okay, so uh, prison for smuggling 6.2 kilos of heroin and from one country to another. Uh, that was it from 2003 to 2005. Um, I got out. Of course, there's so much inside of that. I actually just shot a TV show called Prison Abroad going over the whole thing. So that's going to be. Oh, because um, you, were, you were in prison in what, France? In France. Yeah. So from 2003 to 2005, I get out. Um, you know, my brother gives me an opportunity to stay with him. He says, you, you know, you're going to have a place to stay. I'll drive you everywhere. I'll buy you food, clothes, whatever. Singing is what you want to do, right? And I said, yes. He said, okay, so don't come home unless you have a song. A night. And I didn't know any producers. I didn't have any money. I didn't know anything. But I did have a social media. So I messaged maybe just under a thousand people. And it was just this desperate need to want to have a place to stay. But in 30 days, I had 28 songs. Two weeks later, I had a record deal with Ludacris. That didn't end up going so well because I, you know, they didn't change me, but I allowed myself to change in order to fit a certain kind of mold that I wasn't happy with. So I left, I left that, um, that label around 2007, no, 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 2009, in 2009. So from 2005 to 2009, I was just in the music scene, trying to get it going. About four years passed, and then I realized that I'm doing something that that's not connected to my heart. So I'm going to figure out how to do it by myself to where it makes sense to me and my fans. So I ended up leaving, thought I could do it all by myself, fell on my face, wasn't making any money in the music industry. Um, then, I, you know, it was just one of these things where I know I've got to do something. I know God blessed me with so many different talents and I've just been pointing it pointing it in one di one direction. So finally I just decided to like make videos, these personal development videos. I had like 125 of them go on these hikes and work people out for free. I just love being around people and seeing people um, happy from something that brought me a lot of joy. In the midst of all of that, I still wasn't making any money. Mm. And then I started. What do you mean? To, it brought yeah. it brought you a lot of joy. Like, you, who were you following at the time? I wasn't really following anybody. I was just I would see a little bit here, a little bit there. There wasn't like I wasn't like following people. Just stuff that made me happy. I just loved to see people happy from something that made me happy. So I love to hike. So I would invite people hiking, and then they would have fun. So just to see other people having fun in something that brought me joy, whether I was hiking, whether I was riding a bike, whether I was playing sports, 
that made me really happy. And that didn't require a lot of effort. I didn't have to prove a point to anybody because it's something that made me happy since I was a little kid. So that's what I meant by bringing me joy. That brought me a lot of joy and still does. So just seeing people really happy doing what I loved, I'm like, man, this, it distracted me from not having any money. It distracted me from, damn, I can't even pay my bills right now. So I just kept doing that and wasn't focused on paying bills because the emotion that had the most power was going towards something that brought me the most joy. I wasn't aware of what was going on at that time. I just know that life was hard. I do this. It makes it makes life not as hard because I'm happy. I'm in the emotion of happiness during hard times. So then I, I just was like, you know, I'm gonna I'm 40 pounds overweight. Wow. Yeah, I was I was 40 pounds overweight. I was tired. And I just, I don't know, I, I, I guess this is what happens when you get 30 years old. And this was in 2011. So mind you, I get out of prison in 2005. To 2011, I've been trying to figure out my life, discover. I read a book. If somebody said, read a book, and just nothing made sense to me. So I'm just unaware for all this time. I get involved with the healthy, active lifestyle community. Something is different about them. They're happy. They're driven. They're motivated. They're healthy. They're going to transformation seminars. They're reading books. They're goal-driven. So all these different things, I never had this a part of my arsenal. It wasn't that I was, yeah. It's an arsenal. Yeah, it's an arsenal. It wasn't that I wasn't capable. I just didn't know where to point this energy. So when I was around this community, being around a community is like being in a, in a different country, speaking a different language. I immersed myself in this new community and naturally, by default, you do everything that you, that the closest, five closest people, well, the hundred closest people to, to me were doing the same things. So I started reading the books, the positive books. I started getting healthy lost 35 pounds, put on 19 pounds of muscle, took my body fat from 16.4% down to 6%. Hey, you and I both in the 6% club. Look at that. (laughs) So doing that, mind you, I was 32 years old. So in my head, when you're 30, you're supposed to put on weight. So I was 32. All of a sudden, I felt like Benjamin Button because I'm losing weight. And, And then all this... And all my family and all my friends are like, yo, what are you doing? All I was doing was sharing what was bringing me happiness, what my newfound joy was. You know me, I like to share what makes me happy. Boom. And if what makes me happy brings joy to other people, then I'll do it regardless if I'm making money or not. So I found another tool in my arsenal, health. Healthy, active lifestyle. I feel, I feel the same way. That's exa- that's. I mean, dude, when I'm not healthy, uh, it, things are things are kind of crappy. I don't feel good. Like, for example, I've been traveling the last two and a half weeks. Yesterday, it came to a head. I got home, and I'm hanging out with my friends. And I had, I'm like, all right, what's one more unhealthy day gonna gonna do to me? 
And, and this is like, all my tools have been wiped out. Like I, I didn't have time to, like, I wasn't reading over the two and a half weeks. I wasn't, wasn't eating right. Uh, 200 grams of sugar <laughs> and like, I don't cheat. Right. And, and, but this two and a half weeks, I went off the rails and yesterday I had chicken parm with spaghetti, ice cream afterwards, and a huge waffle cone with sprinkles. I, first of all, the spaghetti was all over my shirt. The ice cream was all over my pants. And I'm trying to play basketball afterwards with my buddy. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I feel, I felt clumsy. I couldn't move well. My stomach is hurting as I'm playing. And I said, I said to Patrick, I said, can you imagine making this your entire life? Doing oh. this, eating oh. like this, feeling like this forever. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> and now I'm back. I'm going to Whole Foods today and uh, we're going to make it happen. So so the, the, the tool of health in your arsenal is invaluable. I'm right on board. <laughs> that was the start of everything that transformed and transpired for me from there. Because your health affects the way that you think. It affects your heart. The way that you think affects the way that you speak. The way that you speak affects your actions and your actions affect the outcome. So once I was engulfed into this community, I was doing everything that they were doing. Also, I've never felt better in my entire life. So now when people are saying things to me, it's not passing through my insecurities. It's going straight to the source of someone who's genuinely happy. Now, I learned through this community about reading books, about continuously reading books, about leadership and all this other stuff because this is what they were practicing. I just kept going. And I was always a driven, passionate person, but I was driven and passionate in all the things that was blocking me from all of my blessings. So now imagine, I'm, it's 2011, now it's 2019. Most people habitually, habitually live out their childhood domestication. I'm eight years removed from that because I just so happened to meet a homeless guy at, the, at, at, a, at a gas station. Um, this is the, the start of everything. So I was starting my healthy journey. I go to a gas station with my last $2. This was all simultaneous. He got asked me for money. I said, you have more money than me. He said, change your mindset, change your life. Oh. In that moment, I never had words. Mind you, I had just started getting healthy. I was a weekend and I was I'm hearing things different. Change your mindset, change your life. So if my mind was set on something, then that's why the result was what it was. So if I do different with the same circumstance, my life will change. From that point on, eight years, anytime I don't feel like doing something, change your mindset, change your life. I do it. If I'm lazy, making excuses, staying in the house, change your mindset, change your life. I become proactive, solution-oriented, solution and then I get out and I do something. So my life for the last eight years, everything that you see from the Forbes articles, from the book, from everything, is the opposite of everything I would normally do. So from everything I would never do, 
came the life that has surpassed my wildest dreams from the one philosophy, change your mindset, change your life. And that sums up that that's like, that's my whole entire story. That's why the book is written on teaching people and guiding people to remember who they are, get rid of the stuff that's not serving you. And what shows up is greatness that's living inside of you right now that you can utilize, put to practice and produce extraordinary results in your life. And now we're here and I'm on the freaking growth mind podcast, growth mindset podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what's your mindset when you start dealing heroin though? So I never, so I never actually did it, but when I was, so I was running cars, I was driving cars from one border to the next. All I knew is what was don't ask, don't tell. So if I don't have it on my conscious on what it is, then I can't get in trouble. I was so focused on getting 4,000 pounds at that time. One, because it was UK money. At, at, at that time, it was $2.3 to one pound. So 4,000 pounds was almost $9,000 to someone who never made that kind of cash. I made it in checks through my modeling, but it took me like two, three months to get a check. I never made that quick of money that fast. So I was like, damn, I can make $9,000 by driving this over the border. They were in Congo drums. At the time, I didn't know what was inside the Congo drums until I got caught because oh. I, did, I did the route seven times and then I got caught. So when I got caught, then they passed it through the x-ray. They open up the, they open up the Congo drums and they pull out these little yellow bricks. That's when I'm like, my life is over. What was I thinking? How could I have done this? But at the time, I didn't think about repercussions or anything like that because I was so money motivated. Now I'm not money motivated. Money just comes to me because I add so much damn value to the world, but money doesn't motivate me. What motivates me is what happens when I do things that I love that brings joy to other people and I get paid for that. That's crazy. So I was so money motivated that I would put money over everything that I would completely inexcuse whatever the repercussions were. And you went to prison for it. And I went to prison for two and a half years, but I was sentenced for 12 years, but I got out in two and a half. Oh my gosh. So like, well, I'm so curious, Karen. Yeah. What do you, what do you do in prison? So European prison is very different than American prison. American prison, they don't want you to rehabilitate. This is from my, from what I see on TV. Because I've never been to American prison, but I've had friends go to American prison. And European prisons, they actually want you to rehabilitate, like legit want you to rehabilitate. It's very different. I was reading, um, I was learning as much as I could. I stopped using my dominant hand and then I use my non-dominant hand to exercise a different part of my brain. When I was in there, I said, what can I do in here that I wouldn't normally do out there? Because I didn't have to worry about bills, girls, or anything else. It was all just me, time, and my ability to think in a calm, in a, in a quiet space with no distractions. 
I got back to remembering everything that I love. I remember I love to sing. I love to draw. Um, you know, I started reading. I read over 275 books, but I read a lot of those books several times. I read the Bible cover to cover eight times, the Quran cover to cover eight times, started writing, like doing everything with my non-dominant hand, which activated my child brain. So I got back to being creative again. And man, when I tell you, I turned prison into freedom. When I was free, I felt like I was in prison. And when I was in prison, I found my freedom. And so funny is whatever you focus on, will manifest. When I found my freedom and freedom inside of prison, because I was doing everything that I love. Funny how out of nowhere, you're free to go. Hmm. Yeah, you get get out nine years early. To this day, no one knows how. In that time slot, because it was out of nowhere. But when I found freedom, It's funny how life had to, because it's a law, it had to mirror who I was being. I was being a free man because I was doing everything that I loved. I never did everything that I loved when I was out. When I was in, everything that I loved to do, not that I wanted to do, not what society forced me to do, not what was ingrained in my brain from childhood, Garen did what Garen wanted to do and everything that brought his heart, joy, peace, love, and happiness. I found freedom in prison. Therefore, I became free. Hmm. What would you say was your lowest point along your journey? My lowest point was that time when I was in the car. My absolute lowest point, it was August 3.43 in the morning, August uh, 11th, uh, somewhere around that time, 3.43 in the morning, where it felt like my whole entire life I was swimming upstream and just hitting every single Uh. wave or driving 10 minutes away and hitting every single red light that lasted 10 minutes longer. That's how my whole entire life, but when I was in the car, window busted out because somebody had just broke into it, and I cried and I yelled out, and I was like, okay, I'm tired of fighting because I was trying to force my life. I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight anymore, and these are my exact words. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy, and this was before. I got healthy and start reading all these books. This was the catalyst. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people. I just want to inspire people. And I want to make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in that I would do for free. Just show me a sign. Show me a sign. Show me a sign. A week later, that's when I met the homeless man at the gas station that said, change your mindset, change your life. And I knew, I feel like that was an angel for me. Absolutely. Garen, people can find you on Twitter, right? At Garen Jones. Uh, they can find y- oh, your I website. I've been on Twitter in a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, GarenJones.com, uh, Instagram, where are you at, Garen? Um, at Garen.Jones. At Garen.Jones. And is there where else would you would you recommend people learning more about you and, and your book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, so they can get that when it comes out? So it will be my uh, my my website, which is actually being redesigned right now. Uh, in the one in the process of being re- redesigned, GarenJones.com, and I'm heavy on the gram, Instagram. Um, so my book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. You know, I've I've been to 62 different countries in the last four years, and I've spoken to over 500,000 people. Um, whether whatever nationality, gender, age, and but I've shared the same message of transformational change, and it lands on everyone the same way. That is the basic fundamentals of living a prosperous life at the core. And I realized that from the messages that I got all of this time, from so many people, even people who are gonna who are planning to drive their their cars off of a bridge, heard something that I shared and said, "I decided not to take my life because of your example." I knew that now I have a purpose for living. I was like, "Wow, it's not enough me to go around, so this gets to to go out through podcasts, through interviews, and a book." So everything that I've learned while being homeless, living in my car, mind you, you don't have to have lived in your car to feel like you're in prison or you're homeless in your mind because you can be in a relationship for five years that you hate and not get out of it. You're in prison, a nine to five job that you hate. Oh, it's so prison. It's all, it's all relative. It's all the same. So all of this are basic human fundamentals that I've learned that I stripped it all, taking my experiences, my life, a lot of times people, they take other people's life experiences to validate their story. Well, I I have so many things that I've gone through. I'm taking my life experiences. I could write like 20 books with them, but we're starting with this one, extracting the lessons, showing you how I applied it to produce extraordinary results, showing you how you can apply it to your life to potentially do the same thing in the way it's supposed to show up for you. Don't mean that your results will be mine. They'll be the best results that you can achieve and making it easy to digest and read. That is just, it's a book for people to discover the greatness that lives inside of them so they can produce amazing lives. So that book there, you'll be able to find it on Amazon, my Instagram, my my website, of course. And I written it, I wrote it just for you. Well, Garen, I thank you for sharing your story today and just so genuine the way, you know, what makes other people happy, uh, that seeing other people happy makes me happy. You know, you've referenced that several times throughout. So I acknowledge and thank you for that, Garen. Oh, and thank you so much. And thank you for asking. I think we talked about a few things that I've never shared on any podcast interview, or radio station. So um, thank you for the questions that you asked and the work that you're doing in the world. And again, 
I acknowledge you for even, you know, allowing me to come on this platform. Well, thank you. And well, I'll ask you another question. This is my final question. Another question that you've not been asked before. If you could teach a course at a university, course of your creation or otherwise, what would it be? If I could take a teacher, man, it would be the one that, 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 that I do now. I do a three-day transformation workshop shop called uh, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. Mm. And it's basically the book right. in a workshop. Karen Jones, you are the man. Thank you very much. You are more than welcome and thank you again. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Growth Mindset University podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this one today, there are a couple of ways that you can give back. The first is, of course, to leave an honest rating and review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can also take a screenshot of this and share it out on your Instagram story and tag me at j underscore Paris underscore and tag our guest as well. And we will absolutely give you some love. And then of course, if you want to start your own podcast, a podcast like this or any other podcast that you envision, you can go to jordanparis.com slash PU to get free access to podcast university. All right. I love you all so very much. And until next time, my friends, make every day count Live to learn and grow to give.